What is it, my son? Let's summarize Hansa Motta here. So this is the final piece of this food sensitivity series. So the first one was vitamin D and UV light specifically. Two supplements based on animal foods that can help with food sensitivities, namely intestine and bone marrow. And then also number three was avoiding food additives, both natural and synthetic. The fourth one was basically the nutrient-dense diet, what specific minerals can help with the immune system. And then lastly, we're going to talk about a few specific supplements that can help and work in synergy with all of the other things that you can use. So let's just quickly go through these. first one would be glycine. So what you can do is you can always use a small amount of glycine with each meal as that will help. But I think it's more like the long-term effect, not just so much the acute effect, but you can always try for the acute effect as well. Here is the study. Oral exposure to the free amino acid glycine inhibits the acute allergic response to model of cow's milk allergy in mice. So what they found was these findings support the hypothesis that the onset of cow's milk allergy is prevented by the oral intake of amino acid glycine. An adequate intake of glycine might be important for the improvement of tolerance against whey allergy or protection against whey-induced allergy development. So most people don't consume enough animal foods to begin with, so they don't consume enough glycine in general. But if you consume animal foods like meat and organ meat and milk, there's still a big chance that you're not consuming enough glycine because these foods aren't really that high in glycine. So uh, ground beef, for example, and tougher cuts are higher in glycine, but you might still need more because our body can make it but it couldn't make nearly enough. And the foods that we eat also don't provide enough. So we are in this kind of like chronic low-grade deficiency state of glycine. And specifically, these people are that are more sensitive and that have more food allergies, they might benefit from having more glycine. Now, I've always benefited more from a, like a nice bone broth versus a supplement. So it always comes back to the animal foods, collagen, liver, intestine, bone marrow. So get yourself some collagen, you can always buy it online pre-made because it is somewhat of a hassle to make it yourself and consume bone broth about like two cups, maybe on a daily basis, or maybe like a half cup with each meal or full cup with each big meal. I think that will help a lot with digestion and lowering inflammation, helping against the endotoxin response of a meal and getting rid of inflammation in general. The second one would be turmeric, not curcumin, but turmeric specifically. So turmeric, the spice, when you take it, it, the absorption is very bad. So most of the chemicals don't even reach the body in general, but that is fine because most of the allergenic responses happen in the intestine. So if you take a little bit of turmeric with a meal that you tend to be sensitive to, maybe it's like gluten, maybe it's fries, maybe it's whatever, that can help to blunt the immune response and help you to get rid of some of the food sensitivities of the meal that you eat. I don't necessarily recommend going for herbal specific compounds as I think the other animal-based foods would do a better job in general. The third one is skullcap. That's a herb that has pro-GABA, pro-dopamine effects. So it's a nice mood uplift and help to make you feel calm as well. So it's a good supplement to use in general if you want to. And it can also help to calm the immune system and help against access food sensitivities. The second last category is basically prebiotics. So as I mentioned, we talked about vitamin D in the beginning and that vitamin D modulates the immune system, but there tends to be this good 
um, synergy between vitamin D and butyrate, because actually butyrate also activates the vitamin D receptor. I think that's kind of like one of the main mechanisms. So they have many overlapping effects. The vitamin D has some epigenetic modification properties, as I mentioned in the first video, that can help to kind of like reverse these food sensitivities. And butyrate has the same effect. It acts as a histone deacylase inhibitor and can kind of like reverse these epigenetic modifications that kind of like puts you in this chronic food allergy state. So using the prebiotics, which is a combination of fructo, galacto, and pectin-derived oligosaccharides, all of those three combined has the best effect with vitamin D. So it's the prebiotics with vitamin D has the best effect at getting rid of food sensitivities. But I think the main benefit is because it creates butyrate. So butyrate activates the vitamin D receptor, vitamin D activates the vitamin D receptor, both butyrate and vitamin D has these uh, beneficial effects on reducing inflammation, calming the immune system, and acting as uh, histone deacylase inhibitors, lots of overlapping benefits. So if you want, you can always just supplement sodium butyrate instead of using prebiotics. But another supplement called human milk oligosaccharide, which babies get an abundance of if they are breastfed, can also help to get rid of, can like help someone not develop food sensitivities. So if someone was formula fed, they might have increased demand for more vitamin D, more butyrate, and more human milk oligosaccharide to supplement that later in life. So if I had to go for a supplement, I would basically go for human milk oligosaccharide while getting lots of sunlight exposure. And I think that will have the best synergistic effect. And you can always just supplement additional sodium butyrate as well. So as we all know, is that these sensitive, like these food allergies have really skyrocketed in the last few decades. And I think that do correlate with people that are being more uh, formula fed and not being breastfed. More people don't want to do breastfeeding and they want to go over to formula. And I think that kind of like contributes to this spike in food allergies. But obviously also the environment's becoming more contaminated. The food is becoming more processed. And it's not just one factor. It's multiple factors that influence uh, how we get food sensitivities. The last supplement is called progesterone. So progesterone is not just a female hormone. Men also make it and need a certain amount to function optimally. So progesterone has been shown to reverse trained immunity. So that's kind of like when you have an autoimmune condition, your immune system is trained to react to something specifically and can contribute to something like atherosclerosis. So because in atherosclerosis, you also have this trained immunity causing inflammation in the vasculature. So progesterone has been shown to reverse trained immunity so that the immune system don't just respond to things it shouldn't. So progesterone is also something that you can try out. And research have shown that there is a synergism between progesterone and vitamin D. So there's a lot of synergism going on. Sunlight, vitamin D, butyrate, progesterone, get all of this. And I think that all should have a synergistic effect and helping to modulate the immune system in a beneficial way and helping you get rid of food sensitivities. But all in all, I would stick to the main things would be I would get sunlight, then animal foods like the intestine, liver, um, bone marrow, and then also glycine, so bone broth in general, that's going to be the animal foods that I would go for first. Then I would have a natural as possible diet and be physically active because that also has beneficial effects on the intestine. Of course, I would make sure I eat a nutrient-dense diet to consume enough of the zinc, selenium, and calcium, or all of the other nutrients that's necessary for the body to function normally. And then in terms of supplements, I would go for, try out a little bit of progesterone and taper up the dose depending on your tolerance. If you take too much, you will probably feel a little bit too fatigued so to reduce the dose until you can like find your sweet spot all right guys i hope this video was helpful if you've ever tried some of these
compounds or started implementing some of the advice that I gave in this video. And if you get good results, please let me know in the comment section. I will really appreciate that. And any feedback that you can give me, like what helped the most for you in terms of getting rid of food allergies and food sensitivities. All right, guys, I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.